back to our um, IFTA uh, conference 2020 series. Um, and today um, I'm really um, happy and uh, looking forward to interviewing um, our next guest, uh, Wieland Alt, our IFTA president, but also the conference head of the 2020 conference and, and contributor as a trader, professional trader on his expanded strategy. Wieland, welcome. Thank you, Ron. I'm, I'm so happy to be here and to talk with you about well, trading, anal technical analysis, IFTA, the conference, and what, whatever topic we will find out to talk about. So thanks for having me and thank you for all the well, kind words. Well, it's been uh, really exciting. Uh, I mean, on, on so many levels. I mean, start up by maybe uh, take, giving the backstory to our audience that are watching. Uh, uh, yeah maybe just to, to have a better idea, we actually met as conference organizers uh, several months uh, kind of working really hard uh, in the planning stages. You headed up the, the, the team effort, uh, but also, you know, there were many other things uh, that, that you were taking responsibilities for. So if we could begin with now as IFTA president and then rewind back then as, as head of the uh, conference team, and then also one of the contributors as a professional trader, all of those different hats, um, what was your what was your experience? What were the key lessons? Well, uh, first of all, um, when I started being an IFTA member, like in the board of directors, it was like let's say May two thousand twenty. It was very fresh inside the whole organization, and I was thrown like into really cold water. Uh, the, the The background was that I was talking with our dear colleague. Karin Roller and ask, hey Karin, I, I really would like to bring myself a little bit more in. I want will contribute a little bit more. Is there something to do in IFTA? And she said, yes, okay, of course there is. You can organize our online conference. I said, excuse me, <laughs> online conference. Is there a blueprint or something like that? No, you can start from scratch. And this is what I did actually. And luckily, and I'm, I'm I was very happy to meet you from the very beginning on. And she said, okay, you can directly uh, talk with Ron and he is very keen on, on supporting you and bringing things further. And this was really some kind of adventure. And luckily it went well, right? So it could have gone the other way around and could be a, a complete disaster, which it wasn't. And this was very, very exciting for me. Well, well likewise. And, and hey, what's interesting is that, uh, I mean, I've, I've uh, had the uh, grateful experience of working on prior conferences in a whole range of areas uh, from Egypt 2019 to Malaysia, San Francisco, um, and, wow. and a few other spots that I'm, I'm sure I've missed on the list. Uh, but what made this conference so different from any other one that, that IFTA has hosted is the fact that it was online, number one. Yeah. Number two, 24 hours. So I, I don't want to steal your thunder because there's so much I could say on this uh, alone, uh, being on the team. But but from your perspective, Vilan, uh, what are those two ingredient combinations online for the first time ever and 24 hours? What was that like, do you think, for the team and, and for the, com uh, for the um, organization? Somehow, I don't know really what happened, but um, there was some kind of magic in it because this concept was new, it was fresh. We had really an engaged team committed to, to everything we did. And we were in some kind of a flow. It was really amazing. And I, I really don't know how this happened, but it happened. It was magic. And this magic, it, it 
I think everybody who has attended the conference got a bit of this magic too. We had a Facebook group with a lot of engagement. People were chatting and asking. And um, we, there were literally people watching 24 hours. Like from the very beginning, Sydney, 10 a.m. in the morning to 1 p.m. In, in Europe, which was then the end of the American session, they were from the very beginning to the very end, to my last words of the 24 hours. And so was our team. So quite a lot of us had just barely slept just a couple of hours or so. And this was amazing. We had magic. And I was I was asking some, some questions in the Facebook group that, hey, guys, are you still there? How is it going? And people were answering, yeah, I'm here for 24 hours. So I will go with you the whole the whole day and the whole conference. And this was really amazing. It was really fantastic. And I think it's, it's surpassed expectations, certainly in terms of the, the all-in effort that, that people put in, not just, not just the team organizers or the sponsors, speakers, but the audience as well. And, and I mean, in yeah. the end, it worked out to be, I think, approximately 5,000 uh, uh, audience members that attended. Uh, also, I think credit to the to the, the wonderful speaker lineup we had. We had the, it was a trader theme, uh, yeah. with, led by you know people like Linda Rashke, Larry Williams, uh, but also John Bollinger, uh, and we had uh, a, a good uh, you know European uh, trader name from Germany. If, if you could say a little bit about Raoul, because I know that you've you've done some interview work with him. Yeah, so so there was this guy shown up. I, I really, literally, I, I didn't know him, this, this uh, Raoul with his AI trading. And I read some kind of, well, I stumbled about some, some, some Facebook post of him and said, hey, I'm number one in the, in the championship. I said, he's number one? Okay, that's okay. So this is what happens literally every day. But he's number one with trading AI in the Forex market. I asked myself, what is this? And so I, I asked him, so what are you doing really? And he said, well, I'm, I'm trading with, with algorithms. And I, I asked him, well, do you use charts? He said, no, I don't look at any charts at all. And this was really amazing. So I asked myself, how is this possible in being number one, really leading World Cup, Robin's World Cup championship wow. without looking at any charts? And this was very amazing. And so I asked him, not, not just only for some interviews or so, but I also asked him um, to be a speaker on the conference. And he had this, uh, this presentation about how to build a money printing machine with AI. And uh, this was very successful. So people were really um, enjoying his presentation and there were a lot of questions. And so also here, we, we had this connection between Zoom and the conference and the Facebook group and the Facebook group went wild. This was also great. And it was great to kind of combine the, let's say, the old traditional tried and tested uh, trading techniques uh, with the new, as, as you just mentioned there. So it was maybe a, a nice blend um, of past, uh, present and future. And, and maybe circling back to your presentation. Uh, so how to catch the big swings with one simple strategy. I know it has the ingredients of Bollinger Bands, candle patterns, but again, it's best for you to describe the strategy. What can what were the key takeaways? Well, actually, I it's it's like some well, just start from the beginning of the strategy. 
as a trader, you need a strategy that suits and that fits to yourself, to yourself as character in your mind, how you behave, how you think. Of course, there are a lot of, of strategies out there. And if you ask a trader, you get a strategy that he uses, which is perfectly fine. But the question is, is the strategy I hear from, from somebody else, the strategy that fits to me, to my mindset, to the way I think and to the way I act. And somehow I, yeah, of course, I read the book by John Bollinger about his Bollinger Bands and I was really amazed. It was, it's a great book and I love Bollinger Bands and I'm so grateful that John invented these bands back in the 1980s. And honestly speaking, having him, as a conference director in the conference, speaking with John Bollinger, person, in person, was a great experience for me. So just being said this, and thinking about Bollinger bands as a strategy. So what are the, the most important takeaways of, of the expander strategy, which is behind catching the big swings, is one simple strategy, is that you use, or what I do, I use Bollinger bands as a sign if a move is some kind of overstretched and likely to reverse. So this is the main idea. And of course, um, there's a quote I have also in the presentation. It goes like, um, never, it's a reset quote. So, so it's like the, 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 um, the idea behind that quote. So never misjudge touching the band as a trading signal, which is perfectly true because if, if the price touches the band, it just says nothing. It just says that the price is a bit too high compared or too low compared to its average. That's literally everything it says. And it's beginning to overstretch. But what you don't really know is if this overstretching is going on or not. So if it's overbought, oversold, it's like, yeah, it's on the way being over and over overstretched, but not really some kind of reversal going on or just about to happen and in the strategy i introduced candlesticks of course there are reg regular candlesticks where, where you can read there is some kind of reversal not just about to happen but already going on because market participants already changed direction this is what you can read from the candles and if you combine this then you have from my point of view a perfect strategy showing you first of all Price is way overbought or oversold. Second, it's overstretched as it can be. That's why it's an expander. So everybody used this old fashioned training material, like being in the gym. And what happens if you, if you open a hand, it snaps back. And this is what happens to the price. So it's, first of all, it's a mean reversion strategy. It's a mean reversion coming from being overstretched, going at least to its average, which is a 20 simple moving average, the middle of the Bollinger Bands. And maybe if it's way too overstretched, going to the other side. And if you watch a chart very closely and just see where prices are moving, this is happening all over again in every asset and every time frame. And this is what I have as my presentation. That was the idea. I mean, what's what's exciting and, and interesting about uh, the last part of what you just said? Uh, two points uh, in terms of the overbought, oversold, or the the, ex the market extreme move situation. The, the 
kind of the first time traders or, or let's say the default mistake club right. tend to sell immediately when the market looks like it's overbought or buy immediately when, when it looks oversold and, and they get caught out. It, it, it becomes a, a death trap uh, to, to so many traders. And so it's a great point that you made. Uh, it's not you know just the touching of the band based upon the quote from John Bollinger. Uh, it needs to be more meaningful than that. And so it, it's, it seems that you've added some price and time filter um, that will really kind of add as a strong confirmation and, yeah. and just, just to build on that, I notice great use of candlestick patterns. Can you, I'm a big fan of candle patterns and I think many of our members are too. Uh, sure. Which patterns did you kind of, in your experience, work best? Yeah, so the most simple ones and I, I think the, the well-known are hammer and shooting star because this are uh, a single period candlestick and it shows exactly from, from my point of view, a hammer or shooting star is a picture of pain. <laughs> because just imagine what, what happens when a hammer forms. The price goes up and up and up and up. And this candlestick has been green, completely green, right? And some somewhere, like the highest price, there is some poor trader still buying. And this poor trader is the last person ever who made the deal. He built the top. And from that point on, price dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped. And all the buyers are in pain, in deep pain. And what's left from all the buying and the big green candle is just a shadow of itself with just a little portion of green, of, of like, Maybe it's not even green, it's red already. And you see just, just a little candlestick body, but a long, long, long tail, like upper shadow or lower shadow in case of, of the hammer and the upper shadow in case of the shooting star. So this picture of pain shows that the reversal is not just likely to happen, it has already happened. And this is what I love about these candlesticks and what I love especially about uh, the hammer and the shooting star. And of course, there are combinations with two candles like piercing pattern, dark cloud cover, which is, if you put them together in combination, the same as hammer and shooting star. And if you do it even more powerful, you use or you, you watch out for um, the bearish and bullish engulfing, which really just pushes the, the former candle away. It neglects it. And it shows really that this is what you're waiting for as a trader is already right now here. People are doing what you are waiting for. And this is a perfect situation for an entry and an exit. And also talking about risk management, it gives you a perfect indication if you're on the wrong side of the trade. Because if, if the market is powerful enough to eliminate some kind of hammer or shooting star or engulfing pattern or piercing pattern or dark lot cover candles uh, combination like this. If it's so powerful, definitely you're on the wrong side of the trade and you won't stay in there. Of course, you have to exit the trade with a loss. Now, but it's, it's and, really, really, really important. And, and, and to, to kind of um, complete the picture, 
what would you say is the main edge of the expander strategy? So for people maybe who either attended your presentation or, or maybe haven't, but, but they're looking for that, that uh, yeah. engagement factor, what would you say? Well, the main edge of strategy is that you really get a clear indication. You get a clear sign, price is overstretched, likely to reverse. You, of course, you don't know how far, and that's very important, but it's overstretched, it's likely to reverse. But what you don't know is when will it reverse? Combining it with candlesticks, it shows you, yes, the reversal is here. And you have clear targets, like middle of the Bollinger Bands as a mean reversion, or maybe also the other side of the Bollinger Bands, just for swings. And this is what, what, what I really, in my terms, call swing trading. So you trade the swings and you trade the swings from the perfect spots, from the high to the low. And it's very likely, and happens pretty often, that the market and the price reverses also on the other side of the Bollinger Bands. You can play a little bit ping pong. Sometimes this really works out pretty well, especially if the market moves some kind in, in, in a sideways range, in a trading range. So this is one edge. Second edge is that, of course, using these candlestick patterns or, or, or signs, you get a clear indication if you're on the wrong side of the trades, because if, if like a shooting star is overrun by the, by the buyers, there's no need to sell anything because you're on the wrong side. So you have to exit with a clear indication also. So these are the two edges and putting some statistics in it. If you read the book or you study Bollinger Bands, you know that 90% of all prices are inside of the Bollinger Bands. So rounded, rounded 90%. That, that says that 10%, about 10% of the prices are outside. So these are some kind of exception. This is a minority. And everything that's inside is a majority. So whenever price shoots out of the bands, you have a quite good indication that it will return into the bands because 10%, 90%. If you combine this with the candlesticks, a shooting star and a hammer, have um, they have a probability of entry about 60%. And it goes up to 80% coming to the engulfing pattern. So this is what, what has been studied by Thomas Bukowski. And if you combine this, this is really a great edge. Just, just a quick shout out there. Uh, since you mentioned the book, uh, in addition to the takeaways, I know there's a German translation for many of the uh, VTAD members or, or just uh, uh, German traders around the world who would like to read the Thomas Bolaski book. A uh, great, great awesome. book uh, on candlesticks written by a, 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 an engineer background trader. So a lot of good statistical work in there. Yeah, it is. It's great. And it gives you the, the, the insights you really need. Because if you, if, you, if you build a strategy, if it's simple or complicated, so it's up to you, but you need to build some kind of trust. And if you read these numbers, 60 to 80% probability of entrance and also 10%, 90% according to the Bollinger Band, this gives me very, very high trust in my strategy. And from a point of education, which is always at the heart of, of, of IFTA's mission and, and very much um, ongoing kind of future development, 
where can people uh, go to learn more about, uh, I mean, uh, the presentation that you gave, uh, but also uh, the work that you do uh, in that space? Yeah. So first of all, um, at IFTA, in, in the IFTA member area, I mean, we have worldwide 7,700, 800 about that members. So everybody who is an IFTA member and some of our member societies can see this presentation in member area of IFTA, of course, or in the local member society area. I have it on my website as a, it's a video course. It's a video and it's for free. Website is torero-traders-school.com or you can find me on, on Google, of course, as well. So this is where you can read or, or see something more about the expander strategy. And on my website, of course, there, there are all the other offers like, yeah, what, 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 whatever I do, like coachings and books and podcasts and, and all this stuff. I'm happy to say that I just started reading the book that you published some time ago, which is now in English, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and as part of that, uh, it's quite a big focus. I mean, as the title suggests, risk and money management. My question to you, I mean, how, do, how much depth do you go into the book and, and, and how much of a compliment is that to the presentation that you gave at the conference? Well, presentation and book, they have, well, what they have in common is, of course, that you need to use a stop loss. Only speaking, whenever I lose money in trading is because I maybe I was not so hard with my stops. Hey, I, I give a little room. No, you don't. Because you have a clear indication if the market is going against you. Clear indication. There's no need to give a little bit more room. So this is what they have in common. Uh, the book itself is about risk management, as it says. And it is, well... Why, why do people write books or why do people write articles about trading? Because and this is in my case, it's, yeah, it's it what comes from your own thoughts. So I was thinking about, hey, how, how can I make my trading better? How can I do more profits? How can I have less and smaller losses? How can I do this? And what what impact does this have on my account and on my well on, on my performance and i i have thought about a lot of things and then i thought okay you need to write a book about this and the book is at the end it's a result of all of my thoughts and the idea of risk and money management of course it's a basic idea but there's quite a lot behind it because if you if you do it real really in a, in a, in a proper way you can enhance your performance in, in, in a very, very, very great way. So, so you can do really like take care of not only your own risk, but also take care about your risk reward ratio, your trading frequency, and of course, of your hit rate. And if you think about these four components, and I write about this in the book, and you 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 change something in these four components, you have a very big impact on your performance and these are perfect coaching indicators as well and it's a and it's a great point which is often understated or, or, or not properly understood because even if we had the holy grail strategy which i've been looking for for years <laughs> wasn't able to yeah. find i mean clearly we have, have an edge but but even with that edge risk money management is everything 
It is. It is. It is. What I, found I, I think it's, it's, it's pretty clear. So when, whenever you open a trade, you can have the perfect, the perfect holy grail strategy. You can use everything we offer as analysts. Everything plays into one chart. And you can turn this trade into a losing trade. Why? No management. It's all about management. And management means, of course, risk management. Hey, when do I exit my trade in case of being a loser? You can let a loser run forever, but then you're broke. And also, second question you have to answer for yourself. When will I exit my trade in, in case it's a winner? Because in, in, in a volatile market, if you don't take your cards from the table and exit your trade with a profit, it will be a loser again. So, so from my point of view, it's not really the strategy which makes the difference. It's management which makes the difference. Um, and, and just one final uh, question on, on the work of the presentation and, and the complimentary book. Uh, yeah. I noticed at the end of the book, uh, chapter seven, success can be planned. I mean, from my perspective, I'm really interested in, in the work of trade psychology, behavioral finance. It's, it's, it's a real uh, area of specialization. And I enjoy yeah. you know, coaching traders, uh, as I know you do, um, in, in this space. Um, it, yeah. It's an interesting point. Success can be planned, but also you then supplement it with in small steps to the big goal. So this idea of micro, macro, taking baby steps, uh, and mm -hmm. then the final net outcome, hitting that, that long-term target. Any, right. any kind of uh, clear insights you could share? Because it, this is such an important point for so many traders out there. It is, it is. So there are so many, many ideas behind these, uh, these, these or the last chapter. So first one is, and I'm pretty sure like every trader who's, who begins trading has this magic Excel sheet and where, where you can calculate yourself being rich within a couple of months or being broke within a couple of months. You can do it either way. Right. And it's, it's, it's all about mathematics. It's about how, what, what, um, an account grows. So whenever you're profitable, whenever you make a profit, your account grows and then your basis for a risk management and also for position management for position size becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's all a matter of interest and the interest of the interest, right? But the question is, if everybody has this sheet, and I'm pretty sure, Ron, you also have it somewhere hidden on your computer, the same as I have. If we all have this, and it's, it's really possible in, in mathematical terms, no problem. With easy, easy, easy management, and still, and that's an interesting point, and still we are not able to achieve this. Why? It's not because the market doesn't offer all these all this really great opportunities. Because what I figured out in the book is, just imagine a year or whatever time frame you, you, you use, 100 trades, 1% risk, 1.5 risk reward ratio, and you have a hit rate of 50%. Turns out is a total profit of 25%. And I'm pretty sure these are very, very light numbers. 100 trades, 
So in, in general, as an outcome, it's easy. But still, we are not able to do this. Why? Happening here. And, and it's, so, a, it's interesting because, I mean, a, a lot of traders will focus on the performance target. It's a natural thing. It's a bottom line industry and, and it's yeah. profit driven. Uh, but the, at the end of the day, we need to progress from, from one uh, skill set development to the next. And so yes. it, that's what can be planned. It's, it's the planning of evolving, uh, uh, developing a resilient mindset uh, in order to, to get that big goal, as you mentioned. Right. right. And to, to reach the big goal means the need to have small steps. Just for example, your day trading, like let's say you do $100 per day, you, you target this. Of course, you won't get $100 a day, day by day by day by day. You, there will be losing days. But if you have proper risk management, these losing days won't kill your account or destroy all your performance of the last weeks. Maybe will destroy your performance of, of last two days or so. But this is what you can, where you can, can go, go from to the future. And if, if you say, okay, I like to have in an average like $100 or euro a day, this is what you can do. This is what you can do also with a small account. Of course, you need a lever, but you can also do this with a small account. But you need to wait for it. And it's day by day by day by day, every day. And if you're not a day trader, so maybe you're trading end of the day, like swing trading, okay. So that takes a little bit longer, but it's the same situation. 100 euro, $100 day or week by week, months by months, doesn't matter. And this is, if, if you calculate this with a sheet, this is what, what mathematics does. And that's all what it is trust the process, be patient uh, with the outcome and, and ensure yeah. a, a kind of a, a forward progress. It's, it's great insights um, it, on top of the presentation and, and, and the resource that people can uh, follow up with in terms of the book and, and the links that you suggested. Uh, now, it, it kind of brings me to circling back to the starting line of our interview, Vilan. Um, now, as if to President, looking forward, um, at what, what's your key vision in, 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 a, in, a, in a few insights. Uh, look forward to speaking more about this in future, but for now, just, just to wrap up and, and to leave kind of um, a, a picture or a vision for, for IFTA members. Sure, Ron. Um, I think as an organization, we are, in, we, are with, we are thrown into some kind of transition mode. We are thrown not only by digitalization, not only by the pandemic situation we were facing in 2020, and still right now it's uh, February 21, we're still in the situation. Um, a lot of things are changing and luckily, and this is what, what Ari can say, I know that lockdown pandemic situations is very bad for all of us. But if you go to the, to the positive view, it gives you also a clear insight of where you have to do your homework. And homework means we have to go over with digitalization. And this means, of course, we do our conference, I hope so, in the future, again, in person, somewhere in the world where our member societies are. I would love to go there and meet everybody in person. Because the two of us, we just made friends 
online. So we never have met in person so far. This is strange, right? <laughs> and and still, still, this is some kind of a homework for for IFTA as well as for any other organization like in Germany, the VTAD, we have done the same homework and there's still something to do. Second, as it turned out from the conference with about 5,000 attendees, we figured out that a lot of these, like two thirds of, of all of the attendees were coming from Asia, which, which gives a clear indication about future markets for technical analysis for trading and also therefore for IFTA. And if you have thought back in the past, while well, the Western universe like America, the US, Europe, okay, still going on, but there is quite a lot of interest in technical analysis and professional analysis in Asia. And this will be one focus for IFTA to be more engaged over in, in Asia, of course, this is what we will do. Third, it also turned out, and this is just by numbers, um, that we have a lot of private investors as attendees in our conference. In our previous conferences, in person, somewhere in the world, there were more institutional visitors, delegates from, from our friends somewhere in the world, but more institutional ones, lesser private ones. And it, turned completely with this online conference. Why? Because it was easy, accessible, and it was for free, of course. So it's very easy to, to, to uh, register and then just see some presentations. But it shows also that the, the, the demand for proper education in the private sector of analysis and trading is very high. And this is what I also think is some, some, some future aspect for IFTA, to have there a proper educational program on a professional worldwide level compiled by the best experts in the world for private investors. And this will be outstanding. And the last one I'm thinking about will be very important for our institutional members, of course, will be everything about quantitative analysis. Because and now we return back to, 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 to AI again. Um, if there's someone very successful in trading without looking at charts, there's some kind of call to action for us to offer something that gives people the knowledge in hand to do the same and go into programming, go using really also artificial intelligence, quantitative analysis. Of course, this will not be like, hey, you learn Python from zero to hero, but it gives you some kind of idea how to use this and what you can do with the knowledge of technical analysis from back in the days, 1600, whatever. So now, okay, now the computer can do the job. But of course, you need to know what you're programming inside. So of course, you need to do your homework first and then you can go over to, to um, quantitative analysis as well. So this is, these are the ideas and this is a vision and this is quite a lot for, for IFTA. Wonderful. So plenty to look forward to in this new year of 2021 and, and beyond. Uh, thank you so much, Vilan, yeah. uh, for, for being our guest uh, uh, today as part of the, the new IFTA TV series. 
Happy to be here. Thank you, Ron. Thank you so much for the invitation. All the best to you and all the yeah, all the traders and analysts outside. All the best. Bye. Thank you very much. And um, please, if you enjoyed um, this uh, session, uh, feel free to share, like, and comment. Uh, we really look forward to um, learning more about your experiences and, uh, and look forward to uh, de delivering more content in the future. Thank you very much. Bye -bye.